0: Welcome to the Jamiest Bits of Jam storytelling podcast, where we share short stories, rough drafts, really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishbott and Cassie Soliday.
1: Yay! And we're back! <laughs> That's how it always starts when we're like, Bleh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi. Hello. It's us. it's us,
0: Cassie and Christina. And a guest! Hi! <laughs> Sarah is our guest. Sarah Mac Yeah. But you can call her Smack No. I always thought that was hilarious. Or just
2: <laughs> Smack is fine, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, she and I are good friends. We lived together for a while mm-hmm. and then we broke up. Did. Well, we did. That's sad. And we live separately. But are still amicable. Amicable. <laughs> oh, yes. So, no big falling out or
2: anything? Nope. No. No, we're perfectly. Yeah. Our relationship is strong. It's intact. That's awesome. So, yes. it's like roommate goals. Exactly. That you have. Yes. Roommate it's goals. Like yeah. It's like
0: being friends before. It's co workers. Co workers. To friends.
2: friends to roommates, roommates. To still friends, but no longer roommates. Yes. That or is coworkers. The dream right <laughs> or <there>. co-workers. <laughs> Goals.
1: <laughs> How far you have come, guys. I know, it's true. <laughs> Our we've, relationship
0: has evolved, truly. We've lived several lives. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Sarah is a writer. Sarah is a writer. Uh, she lives mostly in the horror genre. I do. Though she does other things as well, yes. if yeah.
2: forced to. And yeah. there's a podcast, right? There is a podcast. I'll let you go. Uh, it's called Dreadful Dames, which I do with Christina here. And we basically talk about horror movies that are made by women.
0: Yes. So check that out. And then, uh, Sarah, do you want to plug your
2: Instagram as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got uh, a couple Instagrams. <laughs> I've got my, my personal one, which is SmackDreezy. We've got the podcast one for Dreadful Dames, which is dreadful underscore dames. And if you're just looking for something really cute, you can follow my cat's Instagram, which is mistress Lilith of Darkness. Honestly. And she's a model. Yeah, And totally she's probably forgot. the best Instagram out of all three of those.
0: She, <laughs> I agree. And also, I miss her. I miss living with Lilith. You'll
2: get to see her this weekend. I
0: know, but I miss her so much I all know. the time. I know.
2: I know. <laughs> she's a good baby.
0: She's a little uh, monster. She is a little but monster. a precious little princess as well. <laughs> <laughs> <a good> me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we invited Sarah to write a story for the podcast. And read it out loud. Is T- it a
1: scary story?
2: No, I actually went away from my normal what? thing. A I mean, it? some people might find it a little bit creepy, maybe, but I doubt it. It's really not. It was more of like a... Christina will probably recognize the story when I read it, because uh, I told her that I had this idea a while ago. Okay. But it's more of like a
0: personal thing. Like an introspective... yeah type thing. Yes. Okay.
1: We can't wait to hear it. (laughs)
0: And
1: here we go.
0: And go.
2: She feels it again. That same sensation. She scratches her nails across her arm, trying to distract one discomfort with another. Her skin flares red. She doesn't stop. It's the very same tingling under her skin, buzzing and vibrating throughout her limbs, It travels from the tips of her fingers all the way to the ends of her hair. Spiders, she thinks. Little spiders crawling under her flesh. It's gotten worse. Every time she steps outside, every time she makes her trek to campus, tiny little spider legs scurry up and down her arms. She glances around, and the blurred faces of various passersby, students, and professors all seem to be looking in one direction, all of them staring at her. Their lips curl in disgust. Their eyes take in her outfit. She knew she should have worn a different top. They mock her stride, the way she walks, always looking down, terrified to look up. Spiders are the same, she thinks. Their cluster of eyes seeing so much, but they use their other senses to navigate the world. If only she could do every task in her life with her head facing the ground. If only they couldn't see how much of a mess she really was. Her leg bounces during therapy. In fact, it bounces wherever she is sitting. People have commented on it her whole life. But it helps. It expels her energy somewhere else. For a moment, she doesn't feel the spiders. She's stopped scratching. For now. Have you been writing these things down like we discussed? The girl blinks, broken from her stupor as the therapist, a woman who speaks like she's talking to an infant. She looks down at the notebook. She is white-knuckling in her lap. Uh, yes. Shall we take a look? She opens the notebook to the appropriate page. A bullet-pointed list sits before her with a title at the top that reads, Things That Make Me Anxious This Week. It's an interesting exercise, she thinks. It gets her out of her head, if only for a moment, but at the same time, it feels silly. She was never a journal keeper. Her thoughts were loud enough as it was. She never liked the idea of seeing them in print, but she tried, and as she wrote, the spiders settled. Well, this week I had two finals, so I spent the last couple weeks getting ready for those. Um, I had a paper, I have a paper due tomorrow, which is coming along, but still needs some work. I have to finish that tonight. Her voice shakes and her vision blurs. There are more bullet points. The list seems endless. There are personal projects unfinished. Her dog back home hasn't been doing so well. She hasn't slept much in the last few weeks. She is running on empty. She feels the spiders flutter to life again. Tiny little arms dance on her bones. She grinds her teeth and blinks her vision clear. How about we discuss some ways in which you can, in the moment, handle your anxiety? She nods and she listens, but the words are muffled and the spiders continue their dance. The girl has heard it all before. She's read the same words in various books, but she'll try them. First, some breathing exercises, counting slowly back and forth and trying to center herself. She tries that first as she sits in front of her computer. The cursor blinks relentlessly. Pages upon pages of text glare at her, mocking her, threatening her. Hours fly by. The world blurs around her. She feels the spiders in her neck and scalp. Tears sting in her eyes. She has to finish. She has to. She only has a few hours. It's too important. What time is it? How much longer does she have? It's 11 p.m. and she's lying on her back on the floor of her bedroom. A white ceiling stares back, the colors all molding into the tears in her eyes streaming down her cheeks. She is a million miles away. Deadlines loom. Papers, tests, holidays, projects... They are everything. This is her life. This is her future. She has to succeed. She has to be the best she can be. There is no other option. That night, she buries herself under blankets, brain buzzing and skin shifting. Everything burns. Spiders tap across her brain. She scratches and scratches at her own arms until they become inflamed. She falls into half-sleep with only insects as company. This can't go on, she thinks. She can't keep doing this. Soon enough, she will have nothing left. A few days later, she does it. The girl hunches on her bed, clutching the phone like her lifeline as she spills all of the details to her mother. She hates every moment of it. Each word stings on her tongue. She feels like she has failed, like talking about these things aloud, these little monster spiders, will make them real. But her mother is calm and steady. You have to learn to love yourself, she says. These feelings are not who you are, they are something that can be managed. Do you think you're ready to try something new? Yes, she blubbers, because she desperately does. She doesn't know how to survive otherwise. All right, we'll make an appointment with your doctor and talk about it this week. In the meantime, just try to be kind to yourself. And she tries. It can be hard to be kind to yourself, she thinks, when she has so many vile thoughts in her head. It's hard to feel kind when you hate your own brain and feel uncomfortable in your own skin. But she tries. She gives herself steady breaks. She tries a few new places to eat. And for the first time in days, she sleeps. And the next morning, when the fog of her fatigue lifts, she prepares for the doctor. They discussed medicine before, a long time ago, and she was scared. She thought it would change her, thought it would dampen her spirit, make her someone else. But it's time. The girl looks in the mirror as she gets ready, fixing her makeup and making sure her hair is smooth. In the corner of her eye, she sees it. A tiny spider, barely bigger than the tip of her finger, climbing up her shoulder. She tenses, jaw clenched, and a wave of panicked heat comes over her. She doesn't want to face the spiders today. She expects it to jump, expects it to bite or pinch or anything, really. But the spider settles, awake and alert, but comfortable on the sleeve of her sweater. Little legs cease in their journey, and it simply sits. Slowly, her muscles unwind and her jaw clicks open. She peers at it in the mirror, just looking around, seemingly not concerned by her or the world. Her instinct is to flick it off or smash it and make it go away. Be kind, she reminds herself. Be kind. She carefully lifts her finger to the spider, prodding it gently. It flinches but does not run away. She takes a deep breath and offers it the pat of her finger. One leg tests it out, curious, before one and then another join. Soon it sits in her hand, as if it always belonged there. It's okay, she whispers. To herself or to it, she isn't quite sure. She lowers her hand to the sink and washes as the spider quickly transfers from her skin to the porcelain before scurrying off into the dark. That day she leaves her house with a slight smile. There is still some hesitance, still some fear, but she cannot help but think that maybe spiders aren't so bad, and maybe, just maybe, she can be kind enough for all of them.
1: said that this was personal?
2: Yeah, uh, I told Christina about it uh, a while ago. I was thinking of making it into a short film. Mm-hmm. Basically, that is a dramatized recounting of what I went through in college. Uh, basically, I had re- I've had had anxiety my whole life, but it got really bad in that period where I was senior in college, and there was stuff going on at home, stuff at school, whatever, but it, ca- it got to a point where I didn't really want to leave the house because I kept whenever I would walk to campus because I live so close I would just imagine that people were staring at me or judging me or whatever and it just got really out of hand so I spoke to my mom and we decided to get me on medication which I hadn't tried before and we did and it's been great it's changed my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great yeah. yeah when you were
1: reading it I was seeing it visually in my head it's perfect for a short film oh did I feel like so many people would relate to it, too. Oh, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. And the spider metaphor or whatever, I think, mm-hmm. is really on point. Yeah. Um, and could be a very, like, chilling and also interesting visual aspect of a short film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to see in, like, stop motion
1: overlaying, like, live action or... Oh, that'd be cool. Like...
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I can definitely see it a short film, and, yeah, I remember you telling me about it and also, you know, just what you've told me about that time in your life and everything, so. Um, but I think it's, like Cassie said, it's very relatable, even mm-hmm. for people with, like, you know, because I, like, also have weird, crazy anxiety, but it's never been to the point where I needed medication, mm-hmm. um, even though sometimes I was like, get me on trucks <laughs> but, uh, but i think like it's important to talk about it and not be scared of it um and realize that everyone's own inner you know shit is different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and has to be dealt with almost case by case yeah 100%. you know so but I want to thank you for being so vulnerable yeah.
2: <laughs> <Of> course, <yeah. laughs> with the story. I mean I'm an I, I write what I feel and I'm in a very vulnerable place right now in my life, so it seemed right. Yeah. I guess it was weird writing a short story again. I've been writing scripts for so long at this mm-hmm. point. I'm like, I don't even remember how to yeah. write a dialogue. <laughs> I, do I, put but a it, here? I was like, I what if know. I read this and it sounds like garbage?
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, and even, like, writing something to read out loud is different than mm-hmm. writing some, something for people to just read in right. their heads. Yeah. yeah. So, that totally is, like, relatable as
1: well. Yeah. So, what, like, uh, in kind of uh, personifying your anxiety into a spider, what was the process? Like, how did you come to that decision?
2: Well, a lot of the times when I feel really, really anxious, and, um... Like I said in the story, my brain was burning. It felt like that sometimes. But I would always get this sensation of my skin crawling. Mm -hmm. And I would sometimes do the thing where I would, like, rub my arms. Mm -hmm. I would never, like, scratch too hard or anything. But I would, like, rub them and be like, "Oh, just, like, feels weird. And I just thought of the the image that came to mind was just little spiders crawling around. Yeah. mm Because it just seemed to, like, fit, like, just the way, just, I mean assuming we're talking about small spiders, but just the way, in my mind, like, a sea of little spiders just, like, Mm -hmm. walking around under my arms. It's just kind of, like, how it feels, I guess, to me. Yeah.
1: When the spider popped out of her skin, I kind of felt, like, my mind was kind of, like, oogie-boogie where all the little spiders come together to make one big spider. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, also, this could be... If it wasn't as a short film, it would be considered a horror film, I feel. Yes, probably. Like a... um, what is that psychological psychological horror? horror? Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Which is also my thing. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely. If that were to be expanded upon, it would totally be in my realm of horror, probably. Yeah, but it kind of worked out as like a. No, I
0: think as you read it, not too scary. Short in this story. version, it's not really. It is psychological, but it's not. It's more of like a story of, you know. It's kind of coming a coming-of-age story mm. in a way. Yeah. Of, like, finding what you need to do to be able to... Survive. Survive! Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah. And was this your first pass of the story? And you
2: said that you had been thinking about it for a long time. First one. Nice. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought I'm about so it.
0: i privileged that you shared <laughs> it with us
2: first <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, it was the first pass. I thought about it for a while, kind of put it on the back burner... And now that I have all this free time, I've been focusing on other creative projects that I'm also super excited about. So I kind of let those take the reins. And when I was informed that I was asked to do this and she said to write a story, I was like, this just seems like the best idea that I had that could be translated into a short story. And also like the thing that I was just feeling most, I guess, just Mm -hmm. something I could actually write.
1: Yeah. Did you find after having it kind of like nestled away in your brain for so long that it was easier to write when you came to it, or was it hard because you had built it up?
2: I think easier, because I had a general idea of what I wanted to do, and even though it wasn't as expanded as, say, a short film is, it had Mm -hmm. some of the main points I wanted to get in there, Mm -hmm. and I had already thought all those out, so I kind of knew. It's just a very, it was it was more hard condensing it into something smaller mm-hmm. than anything, but getting it out was pretty easy. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I look forward to reading the the screenplay when you get to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. I think it's great. I think yeah. I think it's very timely. I think it's the kind of story that people not only need to see or experience, but also want to right now. Because yeah. everyone, you know, it's a moment for mental health. Mm-hmm. We're having yeah. a moment. And so I think. Which a Millennial is, moment. Yeah, <laughs> which was, is good. Like, out of all the yeah. millennial moments. For it's, sure. It's probably one of the better it's ones. One of the better ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I thought it was
2: great. Yeah. Thank you. It was really wonderful. Thank you. But yeah, of course. I'm glad I got to. Glad I was able to write it, actually. It was fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. Got me doing something a little different. I haven't short story written in a very long time. Yeah. So it was good. It felt good. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I appreciate you guys yes, to read for and sure. write
0: that for you. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, do you mind if I
1: ask you some writing specific questions? Come like since it. you are a writer by trade, like what what is your general process?
2: Like script, story, anything? <sighs> uh, back in the day when I was just writing short stories, I kinda just plowed away. It was just like, what's in my head right now? Right. It's changed a lot since then. Uh, Since I've been doing scripts, I've been doing a lot of, I usually start, like if an idea comes to mind, I usually start writing a bullet-pointed list just of all the ideas I have for that specific one, just trying to get it all out. And then usually as I'm writing the list, more stuff will come up. Mm. I like to listen to music a lot, music that goes with the vibe of what I'm trying to write. Mm. And I do a lot of research Mm-hmm. And a lot of daydreaming. <laughs> a lot of it's just like me sitting there thinking yeah. <laughs> And I it takes me it, kind, it takes me probably longer than it should to just get from the bullet pointed process to actually writing it but once I have a pretty basic idea and a general timeline, I don't usually like to get too detailed with the timeline but once I have a general idea of ABC, um, I I just kind of go for it. I just write it, and then if things change, they change. If they don't, then I'll write a first draft, and then I'll change all the bad stuff after, but usually just try to plow through.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's the best thing for
2: a draft one in general. Yeah, because if you just sit there and try to perfect it, it's just never going to (laughs) happen. So.
0: It's not going to be perfect the first time or the eighth time. No. That you Mm -hmm. work on it. Correct.
2: It's never perfect, Mm -hmm. at least not for the writer.
0: Oh yeah, and it will never be perfect for the writer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so
1: I literally think that short story you wrote, you shared with us today, is
0: perfect. So oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so, so sweet. So so <laughs> so 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 <laughs> Sarah has uh, revealed all of us.
2: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> and our spider crawling bodies. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Me and Cassie write based on, like, dares, mm-hmm. like, themes. So, as our guest, we'd love for you, I would love for you, to think of a theme to Dare Cassie for her next story. Okay. Hit me.
2: Maybe a strange theme, but... Inheritance?
0: Okay. Inheritance? <laughs> inheritance. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like field. this. I yeah. have been
2: actually thinking about inheritance recently. I wish I would have so. something.
0: Yeah.
1: All There's right.
0: Okay, let's talk about it next time oh. on Jammias Bishop Jam. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, Sarah. Thank you for being a delight. Thank you. Hashtag SmackDown with Smackdreezy. Always.
1: This episode of the Jammies Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast was produced by Christina and Cassie. Music by the wonderful Grace Sy. Connect with us on Twitter at Podcast and on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. We're just like you and run on a healthy dose of compliments, as well as constructive criticism to improve the show.
0: If commenting on story quality, be kind. These are rough drafts. We hope by sharing these stories and being open about our process and how we word vomit first drafts that you will be encouraged to word vomit your own. The most important thing about writing is to write.